This is Daryl Wood, host of Run to Win, the Daryl Wood Show on Faith Talk 1500. First, let me say this show's your show. That's why no matter what I discuss or which guest I interview, your input is valued. If it's in the news, on TV, at the movies, whether political, social, economic, whatever, at some point I'm talking about it on Run to Win, the Daryl Wood Show, Monday through Friday, 4 to 6 p.m. on Faith Talk 1500. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss here, with all of you, glad to be with you, glad to be with my friend Marcus, who misses me terribly when I'm away. So I know he's glad here, he can wipe the tears from his eyes, I'm in the studio, and uh, we're ready to go. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, what's on your mind, Marcus? Go ahead. Make my day. Make his day. That's what he wants. He wants me to make his day. But really, you are the guys that make his day when you call. That's right. Our phone lines are open. And what does Marcus want to do? What does he What does he live and breathe for? How dare you? Yeah, how dare you? <laughs> it's for work. He wants to work. He wants to do this program. He wants you to call. So give him a call at area code 866-423-9578. What's on your mind, Marcus? There's no place like no place like home. That's right. <laughs> that number to call. Area code. Yeah, I wish I could push buttons as fast as him. Number to call. Area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss on this wonderful Christmas season. It's great. It's jolly. It's full of holly. Whatever you want to say. It's great. Uh uh, but it would take somebody like me. It would take somebody like Pastor Moss to even mess with your Christmas celebration because I'm about to mess with it right now because I'm not going to talk about Christmas. Even though I look forward to it, I do enjoy celebrating everything about Jesus, including his birth. But I'm going to ask you another question, another challenge that has nothing to do with Christmas. And some of you may say, wow, I don't want to talk about this, but you must because the Bible does. And I want to know what you think about it biblically. And if you don't like the fact that I'm bringing this up at this time of year, then what do you say about the preachers who never preach it anymore? You never hear anybody talking about this too much anymore in this seeker-friendly environment that we have. You just don't. You don't hear it. What happens is it's still in the Bible. I've got my Bible here. You still can turn to it, but nobody ever talks about it. So despite the fact that we're headed for Christmas, I'm going to talk about this, and I want you to talk about it too, as well as any questions you have. And this is the question I have for you. What will hell be like? That's right. What will hell be like according to the Bible? That's what I'd like to discuss with you today as we head into Christmas, right? Jesus Christ came and died for us on the cross so that we would not wind up there. So, friends, what is what will hell, according to the Bible, what will hell be like? If you know, 
Uh, if you think you know, give us a call at area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. We're dealing with biblical issues, theological issues, anything, as long as it has to do with the Bible, is fair game. All we ask you to do is call at area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. We're going to go to Inkster and talk to Mike and see what is on his mind. Hello, Mike. How you doing, buddy? Oh, uh, great! You're doing. You have a great show. You're my. Uh, um, you're my radio uh, uh, pastor. I call oh, you. Thank you. Uh, I, I I count that as an honor to be your radio pastor. <laughs> I find I have an obsession with Adam and Eve, and if if she was a help me, why did he even use that word when she didn't help him do nothing but sin? Well, come on, come on, Mike. And I, and I'll let you go. With <laughs> no, don't, don't, don't go. Stay with me so we can talk. Oh, oh. All right. <laughs> well, you're not the only person who has a, a, a bone to pick, but uh, my wife always talks about she can't wait till she gets to heaven to talk to Adam and Eve and ask both of them why they yeah. messed up. But to be honest with you, really, um, uh, they both were responsible for what they did. But you'd have to admit, Mike, now, Adam, he was supposed to be the head. So what was he doing going along with what his wife did in the first place? So we just can't blame we just can't blame her for it, right? I, I think she cooked it and made it into an apple pie and it smelled good and first then of still all, ate Mike, the apple. Now now you're getting unbiblical on me. Because first of all, there's unbiblical. no <laughs> Mike, there's no place where it says that it was an apple. That's first of all, that's a myth, right? Well, I just mean she did something <laughs> to it. Maybe she maybe No, it doesn't say Mike, you don't you're getting extra biblical. I'm afraid you you're going to be in the kingdom of the cults. Watch it, buddy. Uh, because oh, it, didn't say, it didn't say that she cooked it either, right? Uh, she just gave it to him, and he did eat. And then we got to realize something, that here's the thing we don't know, Mike. And, and the question you ask is a, is a, is a good one in a way. Uh, there was more that happened in the Garden of Eden than just them going to the fruit. How, how long they were there, we don't know, right? Uh, but they were there for a while. We know that they, were to, uh, to, they actually helped uh, the gardening uh, there. They, uh, uh, you know, there's a, there's a lot they could have done before. And so, in other words, Adam and Eve were working together on the portion of creation that God gave them in Eden. And their job was pretty much to keep it together. So, no doubt, she was a good helpmate. Uh, uh, and, of course, he was a good husband, too. But they messed up in that key regard of not obeying what God said. So, don't just blame. You can't blame one without the other, Mike. Let's be fair, buddy. And, and and then I'd be wondering why didn't he just kill the serpent? Why didn't he just why didn't he just kill it? <laughs> well, the Bible doesn't tell he us. Should have been like you wrong, you're dead. Yeah, but but the thing is though, that serpent you know was had to have been being inspired by Satan. Satan must have been well. In fact, uh, you know it, it's funny that that's the the Bible calls the serpent literally uh, the, the devil. Okay. Uh, and so we, uh, we, we see that. In fact, uh, uh, even when uh, looking at Genesis, looking at what happens, when we look at Romans, it's very interesting how, uh, how Paul deals with this. And he must be referring to the same thing that we're looking at in uh, uh, the Garden of Eden. Let me take you to this passage in, uh, in Romans chapter uh, 20, where it says, uh, and this is referring back to the Garden of Eden. And the God of peace shall bruise Satan under your feet shortly. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Amen. And Satan under your feet. It's the idea is that he was a serpent. Uh, same thing we see in uh, Revelation chapter 12, where he's called the serpent. So I believe that no doubt that the serpent was being used by the devil. 
uh, to do this. Mm-hmm. And so the real culprit mm-hmm. behind yes. it is uh, would be the devil. And what am I supposed to do? I'm supposed to be ordained, but I keep running away from that. What? What? What are you telling me, Mike? I'm supposed. I'm supposed to be ordained. I was called to preach, but but I always run away from it. I never. I'm supposed to be ordained, but I'm not ordained. All I've got to do is tell you one name, Jonah. Remember what happened to him when he tried to run away? If God called yeah, he, uh, you, to, if God really yeah. called you to do something, you need to submit to God. In fact, I'll be honest with you, Mike. I always question whether a person is really called if they don't respond. God every has day, yeah. Every day it, it nags at me. My daddy was a preacher, and not just because he was a preacher, but I actually, I, I don't know, I actually had felt the presence as a child, felt the presence of the Lord all the time. If you feel that now, God, I'm going to pray for you, because if you feel, up. I'm going to pray for you tonight, if you feel that God is calling you to ministry, you better fulfill it. That's all I got to say. Then I can't find the right church. Every church I go uh, no, to don't use that excuse. If God has called you, he will lead you to the right church. That's not true. You know there's a church there for you. Come on. Can't I, be true. I grew up in, I grew up in Inkster. I went, I went to um, my friend's black church. Oops, sorry. No, right, because there. There, there's no such thing as a black church or a white church. Well, you know what I mean. I used to go. Uh, with I don't know what you mean. <laughs> and, and I used I used to try to be like a liberation, black liberation theologist. But, now but I that, want to be. But that's a, not biblical. Your job. Liber- no, your job. Now is, I want to be a. A what? Now I want to be a a, a black libertarian. No, theologist. you don't want to be a black libertarian. Anything. There's no such thing as a black preacher or white preacher. Doesn't matter. Well, we you're, know that. Well, I'm your job. We put labels on things. No, you don't. But you can't put that label on it. What you want to put on it? If you put a label on it, you want to be a Bible preacher who's preaching the gospel and not any kind of social liberation gospel. And then I'll say once again, there's no such thing as a black church or a white church or anything of that nature. Okay, just the Christian church. So we need to realize that, and you, my good friend, need to embrace your calling. But I thank you for calling, and I'll be praying for you tonight, my friend. Number to call, Black Church, White Church. Come on, time for us to grow up. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Yeah, I've had people refer to Strictly Biblical as a black church. Uh, and I don't know why we don't have black church hanging outside the, you know, anything to do with Africa outside on the marquee, you know. But that's what they want to call it. And uh, and all I tell people, I say, well, why are you calling it a black church? I can't help it that most of the people who come to my church are black. I have some whites who come there, too. But uh, we don't advertise ourselves as a color church. There is no such thing. Now, sometimes it's good to know an ethnic group that has a, a language distinction, a Chinese church. I'd imagine they're going to speak Chinese. It's good to know that. But in terms of the Church of Jesus Christ, please don't put color designations on it. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. What will hell be like? That's the challenge that Pastor Marsh, your friendly neighborhood apologist, is telling you about now. Close to Christmas. Man, I'm a brave soul. Let's go to uh, Leonard, Michigan, and talk to Cosmo. Hello, Cosmo. Hello, Pastor Emery Moss. How are you this evening? Really good. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I, I called in because I um, I had a conversation about hell with, with with someone uh-huh. a few days ago, and I believe what they said was total heresy. Okay. Um, 
So first I'll answer your question, and then we'll talk about that. Um, so your question, what will hell be like? Right. Um, I believe hell will be um, fiery torment. Mm-hmm. I believe it will be, there will be levels of punishment for different amounts of, for whatever. I don't know, I'm not God. God will decide what the levels of punishment are. But I believe the book of Revelation teaches that there will be levels of punishment. Um, I believe it will be lonely, and it will be hopeless, uh, probably worst of all, hopeless, because it will be torment with no hope whatsoever for salvation from it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, I'll tell you that's, what. That's well, all I know. Well, the things you're saying do seem to be uh, very biblically accurate, in my estimation, uh, and probably a number of ways you can prove it. And as you gave out a lot of the um, uh uh, key passages or places where the passages can be found. One, I think, uh, that can illustrate exactly what you're saying is over in Luke. And here's the thing to consider, okay? When we look at someone in hell, and this is in, uh, in Hades, over in Luke chapter 16, verse uh, uh, 23, something always uh, astounded me as I read it, uh, where it says, and Luke, uh, to back up what you're saying, uh, because you uh, did identify things definitely that, uh, you know, are talking about hell, where we see uh, Lazarus and the rich man. And so the rich man, he died. When he died, of course, his, uh, his, uh, his body went into the ground, and then his soul went straight to hell or Hades. Uh, and it says in verse 23, Luke 16, 23, And in hell he lift up his eyes, being in torments, and sees Abraham afar off and Lazarus in his bosom. And he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me and send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am tormented in this flame. The thing that gets me, uh, uh, Cosmo, back, backs up what you're saying. He didn't ask to get out. He said, please let me out of here. Please get me out. He did not. He didn't ask to get out. The only reason is he knew that was where he belonged. He didn't want to be there, but he willed to be there by not uh, turning and giving his life over to God. So, uh, yeah, so I agree with you, sir, that uh, uh, definitely what you're saying has a lot of biblical merit. Yes, yes. And then, so here's what um, somebody told me when, when uh, I, I was having a conversation with them. And okay. they said, you know, Jesus, Jesus never talked about hell. And so I went to my concordance and I found... 12 separate occasions where the literal word hell were used by Jesus, most of them in the Sermon on the Mount. Uh-huh. And I, then I looked at the Greek word, which was Gehenna, uh-huh. which what he said was that it wasn't hell, it was a dump outside the city the Jews were referring to. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the word Gehenna, um, it, it, is a, it is a dump outside the city that was constantly burning. However, that was one interpretation, I suppose, of it. Also, to the Jews, it was a place that was the final destination of the wicked. And additionally, Jesus talks about our soul being cast into it. So what I said to this gentleman was those three things. And I said, also, the church has interpreted that as hell for its entire recorded history. And by what authority do you challenge that? Well, what happens is he has a misinterpretation of Scripture. Of course, there was a garbage dump called Gehenna. That is the symbol that was used to describe it. But in terms of it, uh, when I, the Scripture I gave you from Luke chapter 16, Jesus is the one who's teaching hell right here. In Luke 16, verse 23, And in hell he lift up his eyes, being in torments, and sees Abraham afar off and Lazarus in his bosom. Now here, he gives the word Hades. It's one of the three hells. It has fire in it, just like Gehenna. But uh, it's hell. And Jesus talked about both of them, and you're exactly right. So a person who says that it doesn't, 
uh, is not being biblically accurate. In fact, uh, uh, all you had to do to refute him is show him quickly in places in the Bible where Jesus talks about it and then ask him, what do those verses mean? I'd love to see what he has to say. Yes, at that time I didn't have a Bible with me, but I have since All right. sent him those scriptures and said, how do you how do you challenge this? Yeah, how do you challenge it? Because it's based upon the Bible, not his belief. Uh, so. Absolutely. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Cosmo. I appreciate it, my friend. All right, that number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Michelle, Tim, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Politics and religion. It's been said that you don't discuss them in mixed company. Probably by someone who didn't really understand either of them. Why follow their rules? Detroit has two radio stations that shatter them. One documents the rebuilding of a great America. While the other shares the promise of the infinite. The Patriot has all the great news about growing the economy and a strengthening nation. Faith Talk Detroit raises the soul and affirms the heart. The Patriot, FM 101.5 and AM 1400. And Faith Talk Detroit on FM 92.7 and AM 1500. You know, most restaurants either have great food or great atmosphere. But every now and then, a restaurant reaches the pinnacle of both. Imagine sitting and having dinner in absolute peace and tranquility as your worries from the day melt away. Now, think of enjoying a juicy, sizzling steak. Maybe succulent St. Louis barbecue ribs are your thing. If a salad is more your taste, envision a Michigan salad with grilled chicken breast, sweet cherries, candied walnuts, blue cheese, and red onion. There's no need to daydream. Experience Westwind Grill in Oakland Township with beautiful views of its rolling hills and lakes nestled beside one of Oakland County's premier golf courses. Taste their mouth-watering menu year-round with specials every day, including Thursday night build-your-own-pasta, Friday night fish fry, and their spectacular Sunday brunch. Call 248-608-7830 or visit westwindgolf.com. That's west, W-Y-N-D, golf.com. Paper, postage, addressing, stamping, holiday cards are fun to get, not so much fun to send. Time and money, and how many people don't even get your card for that very reason? This holiday, surprise everybody with CrossCards.com. Free holiday e-cards that let you share the joy, the fun, the love, the happiness, and God's inspiration. All free. Even animated and interactive cards. No paper, no postage, no handwritten addressing. Just great-looking e-cards for the people who deserve them. Whatever the occasion, send CrossCards.com. What if I told you you could save a child's life for just $28? Well, it's true. Preborn is a ministry doing just that with the help of people just like you. By offering free ultrasound sessions to pregnant women and girls who might otherwise choose to end their pregnancy. We know that pregnant girls and women who can see their babies on ultrasound are far more likely to choose life. Your gift today can save babies' lives. Just $28 can give a mother who is abortion-minded the chance to see the truth of the baby that is growing insider. $140 can do that for five girls and women. And a $15,000 gift will provide an ultrasound machine that will save lives for years to come. Whether you want to save one baby or five or hundreds, that opportunity is just a phone call or click away. There's no better time than now to save a baby's life. And right now, your gift is matched dollar for dollar, doubling your impact. Call 833-850-BABY. That's 833-850-2229. Or give online at preborn.org slash radio.
That's right. The number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. On this wonderful Christmas season, asking you, what will hell be like? (laughs) Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Michelle uh, and Tim, hang on. Going to go to Michelle first in Sterling Heights to see what is on her mind. Hello, Michelle. Hello, Pastor Moss. This is Mike. Oh, Mike. How you doing, Mike? Good, good, sir. How are you? Good. Good, good. I had a question about animals in the kingdom. Okay. Okay, and and would there be overseers or or, um, caregivers or caretakers and administrators in the kingdom? Does God appoint these? Are these people, does God appoint these What's to the, is there anything to that? Are you talking about in heaven? Right. And animals being in heaven? Right. Well, what happens is this. Now, we don't have any clear teaching that animals will be in heaven, per se. However, I got in a debate once uh, uh, with, with someone uh, on this issue. In fact, it was a Lutheran pastor. And uh, I started telling him there's nothing in the Bible I see about, you know, uh, animals being in heaven. And then uh, he asked me, well, uh, what about the uh, white horses that are mentioned in Revelation chapter 19 and verse 11, right? Where it okay. says, and it says, and I saw heaven open, and this is Revelation 19, 11, and I saw heaven open, and behold, white hor- a white horse, and he that sat upon him was called faithful and true, and in righteousness he doth judge and make war. His eyes were as a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns. He had a name written that no man... Uh, uh, knew but he himself, and he was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood, and his name was called the Word of God, and the armies uh, which were in heaven followed him upon white horses, clothed in white and fine linen, white and clean. So his basic uh, rejoinder to me was, well, if there's no animals in heaven, what are these horses doing there? So I'd have to say this, that I don't think that uh, there's a salvation plan for animals in the Bible at all. But one thing for sure, if God wants to create animals to be in heaven because it pleases him or pleases those who are in heaven, it's possible that God may uh, create animals in heaven for that very purpose. So in terms of them having a salvation plan or uh, uh, us knowing uh, uh, absolutely whether they'll be there or not, one thing for sure, we know that in Revelation chapter 19, uh, that Jesus comes on white horses and we do also. So uh, evidently, uh, he can create animals uh, if he wants them to be there for us, if he desires. Okay, well, you, okay, well, the question would have to do with things other than uh, horses like dogs. That we don't know. We don't know. But still, I see no reason. If, if uh, dogs do some wonderful stuff, you know, uh, and so uh, definitely, I, I can't imagine because I, I have a dog that was precious to me. And I can't imagine, I get in heaven and say, now, Lord, I know that there's no, uh, you know, no salvation plan for animals, but could you cre- uh, just create for me uh, my dog? He might do it. Yeah. I'm, not saying, I'm not saying that he would, but, but there's nothing that stops God in heaven from creating animals for us well, if he wants to. Pastor Moss, this is Michelle. I got a question, quick question for you. Yeah. I know somebody else is waiting. Uh would you say is open right now? None of them. Absolutely none. You don't say none of the 
No seals are open now. If someone tells you that they are, they do not know what they're talking about. Okay, because I what, believe it is. No, you can believe whatever you want, but see, what you got to do is prove it by the Bible. I don't care what you believe, believe it. Okay, I know people believe that uh, demons are coming out of UFOs. Believe whatever you want, but what does the Bible say? The seals. First of all, I need to ask you. You need to answer a question for me. What are the seals? What are they? Well, I don't have my book in front of me right now. I know it's seven. Well, well, I think at least three of them are open right now. Well, but why? Why do you think that? How, how did you arrive at Look at what's going on. Starvation. It, starvation's been going on for a long time. Yeah? Yeah, it's been going on for a long time. The time is short. Time is yeah, short, but still that. I got you, and but you that doesn't. you your question about hell. Uh-huh. What that man said that was just on there, I mm-hmm. agree with the both of y'all, but the one thing I'd like to say is that the world, the time is short. Well, it's true and what you're saying, got- but all I'm telling you is this. If you say that something has happened, you've got to base it on the Bible. You can't just, in fact, it starts, we see this in Revelation chapter 6, where it says, And I saw when the Lamb opened one of the seals, and I heard, as it were, the the noise of thunder, one of the four beasts saying, Come and see. And I saw, and behold, a white horse, and he that sat on him had a bow and a crown was given unto him, and he he went forth conquering and to conquer. Now that's with the first seal, and that represents the coming of Antichrist to the earth. Okay, so what happens mm-hmm. is what you got to realize, Michelle, and you can't play with this. You got to be real biblically serious. Okay, it can't be how it feels to you, the different weather I'm conditions. Yeah, but it's got to be based on the Bible. When the seals are open, that's you the. Don't b- think the Listen, let me finish. Let, let me finish. He's always been working. <laughs> he always is working. But I'm telling you, it's still not tribulation. Let me tell you this: when the tribulation happens, nobody's going to have to ask any questions. You'll know. That's what Revelation chapter six is about. It says it was so bad. That people were running and hollering. In other words, nobody will have to ask if we're in tribulation once it starts. Everybody's going to know. Okay, once that seal is broken and those things start happening, come on, we don't. You don't need to read no newspaper about it. People will be running and hiding. That's what happens when the tribulation so begins. You think tribulation is going is all the seven seals? Absolutely. Yeah, that's what the book of Revelation says, and that's where you find them is in the book of Revelation. Now, what happens, though, Michelle, I am always willing to change any opinion based on the Bible, but it's got to be based on the Bible. I read these books where they're saying this is happening, that is happening. They don't quote a single scripture. Come on. It's based upon the Bible, not how you feel. It's not global warming. (laughs) It's going to be, it starts in Revelation chapter 6. Thank you, hon. Get in there, dig in there. Animals. I beg your pardon? Well, yes, that about the animals. Yeah, okay, well, then, God could okay, create them. He should, can, we wish, should, we, should we wish that we were born animals so we get a free ticket? <laughs> I don't think so. Because uh, remember, one thing for sure, animals weren't made in the image of God. We are. Yeah. What do you think is the best right. way to be? Right. I'll rest right. my case. And, yeah. <laughs> Number to call. Should we be animals? Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss on the Bible Talk program where I go to the Bible to prove points and any idea that I have in my mind. I could be wrong, but at least I know one thing. I'm basing what I believe on the Bible. That's the same thing you should do. Any talk uh, about the Bible that does not include biblical data is a waste 
on a wasted conversation. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Let's go to Tim in Sterling Heights. Hello, Tim. Hey, Pastor. How are you? Just great, buddy. How are you doing? I'm all right, man. I completely lost my train of thought at this point. Oh, get it back. We need your train of thought, Tim. We got to have it for the program. Oh, boy. I know. You know, he said uh, all the caller was talking about animals in heaven. Now, I could use a good steak right about now. <laughs> Don't get started. I'm hungry, too. Don't talk like that, Tim. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, the Adam and Eve thing, boy, that's when all that thing is point to start on no he did it no she did it no the snake did it and here we are today right well yeah well basically uh the real uh ones who ushered it in would uh would be uh uh you know adam and eve uh at the yeah. uh the uh yielding to the temptation of satan uh but it's very interesting when you uh based on what you said when you look at romans chapter five romans chapter five is absolutely clear uh in verse uh 12 where it says, Wherefore, is by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin. And so death passed on all men, for that all have sinned. And it goes in there, and yep. it says in verse 14, Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over them which had not sinned after the similitude of Adam's transgression, who is the figure of him who was to come. So, yep, through Adam, uh, that's, where, that's how we got it. But through Jesus Christ, we have new life. No matter what, I mean, that's why you went to him. He says, you know what, you, you're the head of the household. Guess what? You screwed up, Jack. <laughs> yep, they screwed end up. Of, end of story. Yeah, him being the head, that's right, even though both of them, uh, uh, you know, sinned. Yeah, Adam is, he's the one held responsible to it in terms of the Bible. But both of them well, are wrong. Years ago, years ago, modern time, but years ago, the, the father was responsible for his children. If his children committed a crime, the dad went to jail. I mean... Well, I guess there should be some responsibility for raising kids in a despicable way that could uh, right. be heavy, but, uh, but definitely we see that uh, that thing w- uh, working out. And still today, of course, uh, you know, you got children. A lot of what they do, especially after they're older, uh, might have a choice, but they're bent in certain ways by their parents. And some of those ways they're bent can be bad ways. That's why the Bible talks about yeah, train sure up a child can. in the way he should go. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, here's uh, I, I, I had this debate with this guy once, and he couldn't do And I, I went down the road with you. Show me in the Bible. Okay. Because we were actually had Bibles in front of us, and he couldn't do it. And he, to this day, is still convinced the first sin was not Adam. Oh. Well, the but, first but, sin was Cain, because Cain killed Abel. That was the first sin. And I can't change this guy's mind for nothing, and he can't show it to me in the Bible or anything. Well, what happens there then, well, but the bottom line is, to do, in other words, listen, here's the thing to realize. There's some people who don't care what the Bible says. And I've met people yeah. like that. Now, what happens with me is this. Uh, uh, definitely, I can learn from anyone. But it's got to be, as I say, based on the Bible and evidence, right? So if I right. turn to a and scripture. that's where I tried to go. Okay, well, I'll tell you what would happen. If I turn to a scripture, like uh, the one I did for you, Romans chapter 5, verse 12, where it right. says, by one man. Okay, sin came into the world. Mm-hmm. I go over to 1 Corinthians 15, where it says the same thing, that Adam was the one who did it. He's got to tell me what those verses mean. Okay, so in other words, I, in other words, I insist that if we're talking about the Bible and you're saying I'm wrong, then you've got to give me a biblical refutation. 
If I turn to my Bible, and that's why I have my Bible, I take them to the Bible, and I ask them, if this doesn't mean this, what does it mean? That's when you find out. that they, That's usually when they find out they don't know. Because they've been saying it. What happens to so many people, Tim, is they live their lives yeah. talking about the Bible and, uh, and just blowing smoke, more or less, and nobody ever challenges them. Once you challenge them, it's a different game. In fact, some people yeah. start reading their Bible. So that's what you got to do. Once you show them in the Bible, ask them what it means. Okay? Uh, if they can't tell right. you, then believe me, they know that they were kind of deficient in their knowledge. Yeah, that, that kind of reminds me a little bit of our, remember we were talking the other day about, you know, Gospels and the prosperity Gospel and so on and so forth. And to this day, I don't know about you, but the times that I have watched, for example, Joe Osteen, mm-hmm. and this, this saddens me because of all the people that follow this stuff. Have you ever, ever one time, whether it's a talk show with Oprah or whether it's his church or his dad's church that he inherited or whatever that was all about. Have you ever seen him once open the Bible? You ever? know, no, mostly when I watch him, he's just talking, you know, the prosperity message and saying uh, inspirational things and uh, saying the same kind of things that you hear in the word faith movement that you can name it and claim it. And, uh, uh, and, and once people, uh, that is why it's strictly biblical. I always preach out of the Bible. I do not want people to get a taste of me just walking and talking like these pastors. Our job is, uh, I always tell people, the, the lawyer's job is to deal with law. The doctor, medical doctor, he's supposed to be dealing with medicine. And pastors are supposed to be dealing with the Bible. Their job the Bible. is to tell you what the sure. Word of God means. But now all you've got yeah. to do is be eloquent and have a great gift of gab. Uh, don't even have to do a lot of study. And I'm here, I'm here to tell you, we do have to study. Study to show thyself approved. And uh, if you're not, then you're going to be in trouble because God is going to require of us to have known his word. That's why he gave it to us. That's one of the things I like about the church I go to. Um, even though we've got, you know, the, the screens on either side of the stage, but we don't put up the text. Mm-hmm. The pastor says, open your Bible yeah. with me, too. Oh, yeah. I would not be at a church where people were not encouraged to read their Bible. I wouldn't. I would not. Yeah. 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 All right. Thanks anyway, for the conversation, so I, my friend. Uh, I, I'm still going to try and, you know, next time I talk to this guy, okay, show me where it's at in the yeah, Bible. Cause yeah. you show, him your, show him your passage, which shows how sin uh-huh. came into the world, and then ask him, what does it yep. mean? You'll be surprised at the yep. reaction you get. Thanks for calling, my friend. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. We'll be right back. Thursday on Truth For Life with Alistair Beck. I can think of no more futile exercise than a religious experience which depends entirely on my endeavors in order to make myself acceptable to God and to keep myself acceptable with God. Discover the hope of the gospel when you listen Thursday to Truth For Life with Alistair Begg. Alistair Begg, weekday mornings at 8.30 on FM 92.7 and AM 1500. Faith Talk Detroit. Hi, my name is Ryan Bourne. And I'm Danica Bourne. And And we're we're the the owners owners of South Coast Tax. We started our company 10 years ago in an effort to help our fellow Christians experiencing tax issues resolve their matters by taking a simple three-step approach. South Coast Tax are Christian-based tax accountants and attorneys that specialize in releasing bank levies, wage garnishments, and filing complex tax returns. We are the leaders in acceptance of offers and compromise with awesome results. We're also a small firm who will treat you like family not just a number. 
Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176 for a free consultation. And we'll take the time to explain all the programs that you qualify for in order to allow you a fresh start. Proverbs 15.22 says, Plans fail for lack of counsel, but with many advisors, they succeed. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176, and together we can help achieve this goal by putting the IRS debt behind you for good. Again, that number is 1-800-TAX-1176. Mike Lindell, the CEO and inventor of MyPillow, wants to give back to WLQV listeners by offering deep discounts on MyPillow products. If you go to MyPillow.com right now and click on the radio listener special, you're going to see some impressive offers. Yes, offers with an S. For starters, MyPillow has a great body pillow. It used to be $85.68. Now when you use the promo code RUNTOWIN, it's $29.99. That's 65% off. That's incredible. They have other equally impressive Impressive offers under the radio listener special. Go to MyPillow.com, that's MyPillow.com, to access more discounts on other fantastic products. Or call 800-919-5912, 800-919-5912, and make your order right now. And remember to use the promo code RUNTOWIN at checkout. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Are you tired of exposing your retirement to stock market risk? How would you like to participate in stock market gains but never stock market losses? Join Joe Uplegger for the Safe Money and Income Radio Show, Saturday mornings at 9 on FM 92.7, AM 1500, Faith Talk, Detroit. You can also call Joe now for your complimentary customized Safe Money Kit and Safe Money Book at 866-436-0133. That's 866-436-0133. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss with a challenge on the table dealing with uh, what will hell be like? What will hell be like? We're talking about the biblical hell. So what kind of descriptions does the Bible give of something that's not talked about much anymore in uh, the church? The doctrine of hell. It is a part of systematic theology. It's a real place. What does the Bible say hell will be like? That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss, encouraging you to come to Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries, where we have classes during the week, classes on biblical prophecy, uh, classes on how to interpret the Bible. On Thursday, we deal with hard sayings of the Bible, uh, where you can come. Uh, bring a Bible with you, bring a notepad, uh, we pass out literature, we teach, we give certificates at the end of our program, except the one open-ended course that you might just love is the Hard Sayings of the Bible, where we unravel uh, scriptures in the Bible that seem to be perplexing, and we do it by using hermeneutics, that is, scripture interprets scripture. Now, there's no tuition that has to be paid for any of our classes. All we ask you to do is to bring a good donation, and I've had a lot of people tell me it uh, seems just like being in seminary, <laughs> right? 
Well, as long as we get kind of close to that, that's really good. But all you got to do is come. 10709 Grand River, 10709 Grand River. You can call our church to find out the times of our classes at area code 313-933-9270, area code 313-933-9270. Uh, call there, ask about our Bible studies. I'll uh, be glad to let you know about them. Come visit Strictly Biblical, especially this Sunday where I'm preaching on the subject of Christology, right? Uh, something good to be talking about during the Christmas season. And I'm not talking necessarily about the birth of Christ as much as I am preaching on the incarnation of Christ, okay? What was that? What is that all about, right? Looking at the incarnation, uh, what does that mean? Why it is such an important term? And also, we're going to deal with it. If Jesus Christ is God, okay, God in human form, if he is the word made flesh, and he's God, he's Alpha and Omega, first and last, all of that, then how is it that there's things he said he did not know? That's what I'm going to be talking about this Sunday. Bring your Bibles. You need it. You're coming to a church called Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries. So if you want to find out about how Christ could be God and there's something he did not know, then you'll want to show up at our 11 o'clock service. Never come in strictly without your Bibles because you'll need to use it. Number to call here, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss. You can call right now. Our phone lines are wide open, and uh, there's plenty of time for you to call with a question or a comment on my particular subject. I'd be glad to talk to you. All you've got to do, as I say, is call that number, area code 866-423-9578. I also want to let you uh, listeners know that I just uh, signed a contract with uh, WLQV for another year. Yeah, I signed that contract, but uh, I didn't have the money to pay for the whole year. That I've got to get from you, okay? That's how we survive here. It's from your generous donations. I like what one caller said. He said that you are my radio pastor. Well, I'd like to be your radio pastor. Uh, but to do that, I need support that comes from you. And you can send those donations to P.O. Box 05879. That's P.O. Box 05879, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. And... Make out those checks to Bible Boot Camp Ministries. That's what helps to keep this radio program going. We appreciate hearing from you. Once again, P.O. Box 05879, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. Make out those checks to Bible Boot Camp Ministries. Look forward to hearing from you. Number to call here, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss. What will hell be like? What will hell be like? Have any idea? Okay, Something that uh, is indicative of hell, the experience of uh, hell and those who will be there. Uh, you can talk about that or you can ask any question of your own. All you've got to do is dial that number, area code 866-423-9578. So don't be pressured by my challenge. You can ignore it because the Bible Talk program is open for anything that has to do with Bible, with the Bible and the Word of God. That's right. Theology, Christian living, systematic theology, hermeneutics, prophecy. Wow, if it's in the Bible, then we want to talk about it. But we can't do that until you call. Area code 866-423-9578. That's my bell, meaning that we need some callers right now. We've got time left, and I don't want to waste it. Too precious. We're paying for it. Give us a call. What you got to say to a Marcus? 
We Knicks. We own dick. Yeah, you like baseball? We own dick. <laughs> own dick for what? The upper room. <laughs> in Jesus. The upper room. I don't get that one necessarily. But the number to call is area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Call if you have any question you want to ask or if you have a response to the challenge, what will hell be like? Now, a number of places to look at in the Bible concerning hell. Uh, one good place is over in Luke chapter 16, a place that I went to to answer uh, some questions that came in. And starting at verse 19, right? The rich man and Lazarus, where it says, There was a certain rich man which was clothed in purple and fine linen and fared sumptuously every day. Okay? And there was a certain beggar named Lazarus who was laid at his feet full of sores. Now, I want to say something clearly. The Bible does not uh, condemn rich people. There's no sin in being rich. That's not the problem. The problem is how you handle riches. Okay? And to recognize that uh, with no matter how much money you make, you're going to die. Okay? The riches of heaven are more than the riches of earth. But, you know, uh, he, he isn't condemning. There are certain rich people who will be condemned because they have made money their gods. Right? So it says, Verse 20, and there was a certain beggar named Lazarus, which was laid at his gate full of sores, and desiring to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs came and licked his sores. Horrible sight. Now, in our day, dogs are noble animals. Uh, back in the first century, definitely shepherd dogs were, uh, were very noteworthy, but there were dogs that were like just street dogs. And so some of them would be considered almost to be like rats. You know, it took a while for them to gain the status they have now. All right, number to call, area code 866-423-9578. It's time for a break, but Robert, hang on. We'll be right back. This is Albert Moeller for townhall.com. In Washington, D.C., the big story last week and continuing into this week has been the impeachment process going on in the United States House. The New York Times reported on how the Intelligence Committee adopted the report, and I quote, strictly along partisan lines hours after its release. Here's what you need to know at this point. That line, strictly along partisan lines, indicates just how partisan this process has become. And it also points to the reason why the process is likely to get nowhere after the House of Representatives is likely to vote for the impeachment of the president, also along predictable partisan lines. It should be considered evidence about the strength of our constitutional system that we have an impeachment process. It should also be considered as evidence of the strength of our constitutional order that no president is likely ever to be removed from office strictly along partisan lines. I'm Albert Mueller. The Pepperdine School of Public Policy. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. We have reached the age where things just cost more. Cars, mm -hmm. phones, mm -hmm. life insurance. Your blood pressure is up. <laughs> Your weight is up. <laughs> You're one to talk. I have type 2 diabetes, so I'm getting dinged just like you. Thank goodness for Big Lou. Big Lou! Big Lou can get term life insurance rates for a 50-year-old male with type 2 diabetes or high blood pressure, or maybe he's on anxiety meds mm -hmm. for just around $200 a month for a million dollars of coverage. Oh, you gotta say that again. Go ahead. Okay, I'll say it. Big Lou and term provider could get a 50-year-old man, a little dinged up, uh -huh. a million dollars in life insurance for around $200 a month. Call Big Lou. Big Lou! He's like you. 800- 555-2085. That's 800 
1-800-755-2085. Don't put it off. If you're overweight, diabetic, have high blood pressure, you gotta call Big Lou. Gotta. 800-555-2085. Write it down. 800-555-2085. Christmas. Is there a better time of year? We all sense something special about this season, and at Ramshorn of Rochester Hills, we believe it. When you drive to our restaurant, you'll see the ornament proudly displaying Christmas, signifying the true reason for the season. Hi, my name is Helen Thomas, and I invite your family to visit my family at Ramshorn of Rochester Hills. You'll enjoy great food and world-class service. We're fast, friendly, we have beautiful Christmas decor, and from the moment we greet you, you'll feel right at home. Enjoy a mouth-watering Belgian waffle with strawberry topping or our famous fish and chips. We are located on the corner of Rochester Road in Hamlin. Stop by today or even Christmas Eve and call 248-651-7900 for more information or go to www.ramshornrochester.com. Merry Christmas from all of us at Ramshorn Family Restaurant. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. That's the call bell ringing. That means you can call. Our phone lines are wide open. Any question you have about the Word of God is welcome here. Pastor Emery Marsh, your friendly neighborhood apologist and your friendly biblical consultant, is here ready for you to talk about anything you want in the Word of God. It does not get any better than that. What I'm looking at uh, is what will hell be like looking at what the Bible has to say, not what cartoons have to say or people have to say or other religions, even though they have some concepts of hell. I'm talking about the biblical hell. And so I'm waiting for you to call if you want to talk about it. Uh, While I'm waiting for you, I'm looking here at Luke chapter 16, where we have someone who went to hell, right? Yes, uh, Lazarus and the rich man. Lazarus, though, the poor guy, the beggar, he went to heaven, okay? In fact, it says in verse 22, Luke sixteen twenty two, and it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. Now, Abraham's bosom is another, it's a Hebrew idiom for heaven, right? The Jews, uh, uh, you know, Abraham was such a uh, uh, person, the friend of God, so close to God, that to say that was the same as saying heaven, okay? So no compartment and all of that. I was talking about heaven, right? So that's where the beggar went. The rich man also died and was buried. And in hell, Hades, okay, he lifted up his eyes, being in torments right away, and sees Abraham afar off and Lazarus in his bosom. Now, people have often asked, those, will those in hell be able to see what's happening in heaven? Uh, th- things are possible. Yeah, possible. There's a lot of questions that that raises that we won't get into now that you might want to ask me. But uh, definitely, by looking at this, it uh, seems as if, uh, that definitely you can, we might be able to know what's going on, okay, in terms of those in hell knowing about heaven, those in heaven knowing about those in hell. It says in verse 24, and he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me and get me out of here. That's not what he said. That's what always blew my mind, 
right? Here is someone in hell. Now, the first thing you'd imagine that someone would say, especially if they're in a place of torment, get me out of here. But he didn't say that, right? And he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me and send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am tormented in this flame. Now, the question that always perplexed me until I think I realized what the answer is, that he didn't ask to get out. He didn't say, get me out of here. Get me out of hell. I don't want to be here. Yet now, we know he didn't want to be there because he was in torment. However, he willed himself to be there by not accepting, accepting God and the grace offer of God. He didn't. He refused God. So he wound up in hell. And by virtue of the fact that he didn't ask to get out, the only thing that we can say is he knew that that is where he belonged. Okay? The fires of hell don't come from the devil. They come from God. God created the fire. The devil is not the king of hell. He didn't create the fires of hell. In fact, the devil is going to suffer in hell okay, himself. So, no doubt, heaven would even be worse for this sinner because a sinful, no sin can stand in the presence of God. Okay? So, hell is where he exists as one who's turned away from God, right? So, he did, though, wanted some relief there. Verse 25, and Abraham said, son, remember that thou in thy lifetime, wow, something we learn about hell, that is, in hell, you still keep your memory. You have a m memories of what you did. You had a lifetime that you take with you. Unfortunately, it's a sinful one. That is why people need to be warned about this place. The Bible isn't playing and God's not playing. Okay? In thy lifetime, okay, thou receive thy good things, and likewise Lazarus, evil things. And now he is comforted, and thou art tormented. In other words, you are tormented for what you did. Okay? In other words, all you've got to answer for is your life. Not only that, but possibly those who you influenced to do, uh, to do evil also. That may come on you, but you are answering for what you did. Okay? And you chose something that when you get there, you don't want it, but still you chose it. Got to realize this. Okay? Uh, and it says at verse 25, But Abraham said, Son, remember, thou in thy lifetime received good things, and likewise Lazarus evil things, but now he is comforted, and thou art tormented. And besides all this, between us and you, there is a great gulf fixed, so that they which would pass from hence to you cannot, neither can they pass to us that would come from thence. In other words, uh, one writer of uh, English literature uh, wrote a, an, uh, an essay about hell, and he called it No Exit. <laughs> there's no way out. There's a way in, but there's no way out. Then notice, verse 27, is fascinating to me, where he talks about this. And in Luke 16, 27, it says, Then he said, I pray thee, therefore, Father, that thou wouldst send him to my father's house. Okay? In other words, send Lazarus to his father's house. Now, in hell, something he never worried about when he was alive. He didn't care about his soul's salvation. But now that he's there and he sees how bad it is, he turns into this person, this rich man in hell, turns into Billy Graham. Now, he wants a preacher. He wants an evangelist to go to his family, okay? So we see that there's a lot of regret that is taken hell. See? He said, I pray thee, therefore, Father, that thou wouldst send him to my father's house, okay? Send Lazarus, right? Uh, send him from heaven down to talk to the family, okay? That's what he wanted. Verse 28, he says, For I have five brethren, didn't think about him when he was alive, that he may testify unto them, 
lest they also come into this place of torment. Abraham saith unto him, They have Moses and the prophets, let them hear them. And he said, Nay, Father Abraham, but if one went unto them from the dead, they would repent. Verse 31, And he said unto him, If they hear not Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded, though one rose from the dead. That's right. Miracles don't do it. You've got to believe in the Word of God. That is all you need to save your soul. And the Word of God, my friend, points you to Jesus Christ. Okay? I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. Right? So if you want Jesus, the time to accept him is now. Don't wind up like the rich man uh, in a place that you choose to be but don't want to be. Something that could have been easily resolved by you just accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior. This is Pastor Moss, having spent a good time with you once again dealing with the Word of God. Well, I'll try to be maybe a little more pleasant next time, but I don't know. I have to deal with these things as they occur, and it's very important for us to realize that this earth is not our home. This is Pastor Moss. Look forward to seeing you at a church which teaches the Bible like crazy, Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries. And remember this program, Bible Talk. Send donations, P.O. Box 05879, P.O. Box 05879, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. Make out those checks to Bible Boot Camp Ministries. We'd love to hear from you. I get paid nothing for this program. Uh, just a part of my ministry, and we need to hear from you. Got we get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on local now, channel 525. 